Welcome to the round table with Abram and Aisha. Hello, everyone. This is good. This is going to be good. I'm excited. You? I am. I am. Why don't you tell everybody what the round table is? The round table is myself, Aisha, and you guys just joining in on a talk as if we were at a round table. <laughs> Talking about different topics concerning uh, the Lord, a relationship, a life with the Lord, Christianity, all those encompassing things, the ups and downs of a relationship with God. We understand that there's ups and downs in relationships with spouses, family members, anybody that you may have a relationship with. But this will be centered on the Lord. Is that is that a good enough definition for you? I think so. You have anything to add? We're just here to talk. We're here to talk about different things in, in life and um, get a husband and wife perspective about things and just just coming to discuss. So, yeah, that's yeah. what the roundtable is. Yeah, in the roundtable, real quick, I had a teacher, a librarian in elementary. When children were being bad, he would always say, hit the roundtable, friend. And my sister and I would always crack up, by the way, so just wanted to put that out there. Well, let's get started. I'm right. excited about this. I'm excited about the Roundtable podcast. And, and um, you know, this weekend we were celebrating our youngest daughter. We have three daughters. And she just made one years old. And we had family over, had some cake and some ice cream and different things like that. And well... When everybody left, it was just, it was my husband and myself and uh, one of our, I say she's my sister, um, Malia, that, that was here with us. And we were just talking about different things and we were talking about uh, our lives. She was asking us questions about things. And, and as we, in the course of our conversation, we were talking about um, being content in the season that you are in. And as we were talking about that, Abram and I looked at each other and said, man, that's a good podcast subject. So we're going to talk about that, being content in the season that you're in. So I'm going to read from Philippians chapter four, where Paul talks about this very thing. I'm going to read it from the King James version. And then I'm going to go to the Amplified because the Amplified is so good, but it's, it's, it's right on point to what we were talking about. So if you'll go to Philippians chapter four, and I'll start at verse 11, it says, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere. And in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now let's go to the Amplified. Before you do that, just want to interject a base. We don't necessarily use those words. So to live humbly is is, is one mm -hmm. and to abound is we probably know that one more um, living prosperity when mm -hmm. everything is good, we can say. Yes. Yes. Um, so this is how it says it reads in the amplified version. It says this is Philippians 411. It says not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or uneasy, regardless of my circumstances. That's really good. 
I know how to get along and live humbly, as Abram just said about a base, in difficult times. And I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life. Whether we, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confidence confident peace that's a mouthful I mean I can say a lot about that but when I read that this morning I was thinking about our conversation we had on on this past Saturday and um and I was and I went back and I knew I said let me go find that scripture and I went back and I read it in Philippians 4 and then I went to the Amplified I'm saying I was like Lord this is so good Paul said he knows how to handle himself no matter what the circumstance is and I think a lot of times when we're in different seasons of our life we are going through different things and we we are all in an uproar and we haven't found that place of um contentment how to abase or how to abound we got to have that that right balance how to live humbly or heart or how to live when when you're in your prosperous season and, and so forth and so on so yeah and you have to be humble humble in both seasons yes not just when everything is good or mostly most of the time you may be one would say you may be more humble and when there are trying times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but sometimes we ain't true yeah. And then when we get to those prosperous times that we overcame, then we smelling ourselves. Yeah, it's like when uh, they say um, when people get money, when they broke, how they act. And then when they get money, right. then right. they just go hogwash pig crazy. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess they weren't abasing themselves when they were, you know, lowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. So why don't you give a, a situation, Abram? on you doing this i have one in my mind but why don't you get why don't you get one i was working i came home i'll get into the decision why later came home and i thought that i wasn't going to be home long my wife was working and i was at home i'm thinking what maybe six months i think i said in my mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. I, I, I believe i even told you six months six months turned into about seven eight years now mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be home that long. I had in my head, I was going to go to, I think I was going to AutoCAD at the time. No, you had already did AutoCAD. AutoCAD was done? AutoCAD okay. was done. So I was just home. And I and auto and that's another thing. AutoCAD didn't even pan out when I was taking those classes. I thought I was going to get, that's when I thought I was going to get a job in like six months. And I was working at the same time, going um, night school. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday, so I'm thinking I'm putting all this work in, and we're good. I'm gonna be done with this. I'm gonna give me a job. Yeah, that job never came. I still don't work in AutoCAD. I may have the program, but I don't work in it. Mm-hmm. And then another season came, and I'm at home now. During you know talking about seven years ago, eight years ago, and I was like, man, this is whack. I'm not no stay at home dad. But I'm thinking, not necessarily this is whack, but I thought that this was something, yes, the Lord did had, a, had me to do this, had us to go through this, but 
not something that I was going to be in for any length of time. I'm right. thinking six months about, or go ahead and, you know, something, you just think something's going to change. Something's going to change. And my wife cannot stand that mindset. But I thought <laughs> that something was, yeah, you bring, you bring that up <laughs> much. But um, you think that something's going to change. And when it doesn't change, once you have made peace with it ain't changing in six months, after six months, a year, and another year, you're like, man, Lord, what I got to do? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. And then you'll be going around that tree until you find out what you got to do until you abase yourself in that time. And I was still, you do the dishes. I ain't got to do them. So what if I've been home? I'm the man. Blah, blah, blah. You know how we can get. And until I abased myself, humbled myself in that position, I guess you can say, well, you were humbled enough. You've been at home and your wife working. Yeah. Well, so? They ain't got nothing to do with me. I may be doing this, but I'm still a man. I ain't going to be taking care. I'm not going to be doing this to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the thing. And then also saying that, well, the Lord did bring me home. Okay, well, then if he did, well, go ahead and do it unto Christ. Go ahead exactly. and live humbly or humble before the the Lord. And see, God. that's the key. That's the key, what you just said of how to find that, find that contentment. It's doing whatever you're doing unto Christ, realizing that you're not doing it for my wife. I'm not doing it for my children. I'm doing this unto Christ. And when you do that, then you get strength and you get peace and you get that what you need to go through whatever that season was. And then the Lord can begin to move. And that feeling that I had, this feeling, you know, like, I don't want to do this. It becomes something that you're willing to do now. Correct. Yeah. And you're yeah. not chiding, you're not being frustrated in that moment, in those times where you thinking, okay, Lord, how is this going to change? You'll have peace in that because That's you're right. settled. The Lord settles you. That's right. And yes. when you when you don't, you you won't be settled. Mm-hmm. If if you just keep going against what where the Lord has you and always looking for another a big payday, as they say. Yeah. If you if you're not settled where you are. You always be frustrated. Yeah. Always. Every season that we go through is a season of growth. When the Lord, uh, several years ago, seven, eight years ago, when the Lord called Abram home and he did call him home. And I can remember clearly, I remember because the Lord um, spoke to me and I never said anything to my husband. I said, well, this is you, Lord. You're going to talk to him and you're, you're going to say this. I always make the joke that the Lord spoke to him. To him, to me, first about Abram coming home, he he was to quit his job and come on home, and to to get before the Lord. And I'm not telling you that every man that that is what you all are supposed to do, but this is what the Lord had for him. Yeah, and that's another thing, you gotta know. You gotta know. You gotta know. Yeah. Because if you don't, you gonna be you ain't gonna know what's up from down if you don't know. That's right. And we knew. Um, that meant that I was going to be working that I, I was, we both were working at the time. At the time we had one child and, um, our mother-in-law with uh, my mother-in-law, but I don't even take out the mother-in-law. Our mom was taking care of our child and, um, and the Lord called Abram home. And we knew that once we went down to one income that we were not going to be able to make it. So we were going into a season of difficulty, if you will. 
And in Abram's mindset, even even in mine, we had this that it was only going to be a few months. And man, the Lord was just going to make us rich. And and, uh, and we're going to have all abundance and prosperity. We obey God. Yes. And, you know, on and on and on. What was your time frame on that? Um, You know, I don't know if I had a certain time frame. I I think I was just like, okay, Lord, what's happening here? What what are we doing? You know, knowing me, I'm that analytical person. I'm that planner, and I'm I'm that um, I always take care of the books. So I'm looking like, okay, Lord, how are you gonna do this? Because we're going down to one income, and then and when we had both incomes, Avery and I have always been big givers. So we always gave to anyone who had need. And so then it put us in a predicament to where we're down to one income. We have to trust in the Lord, um, to see, to pay our bills. Cause we knew, we knew, I knew, I knew for sure that we weren't going to be able to pay everything that we needed to pay. So, um, so it was like, okay, God, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? So we went into this season and I didn't think the season was going to take seven or eight years. I didn't think that. Um, but it was during this season that I truly learned this particular scripture. And not to say that it'll take seven, eight years for the next person. That's everyone's learning curve, whatever the Lord has them going through. And sometimes we may stay in certain seasons because we hadn't learned to obey that. You know, yeah. during those times, I didn't learn that to a, a long time. Yeah. And I was talking to my father and just just I really just began to learn, began to learn of the Lord and what he would have me to do. And I was just thinking, I'm like, OK, how can I get out of, you know, you still have that those moments like, man, what's going to change? You mm-hmm. still kind of have that as well. And in order for that to change, I was missing. There was something I was missing. Yeah. And what I was missing was serving my wife, being a servant. You know, even Jesus said, I didn't come here to, to Lord over you. I came here, here to, to serve, to mm-hmm. minister. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Bible also talks about um, how does, you know, what I'm going to, you know what it says. Um, if you want to be chief, you must, um, what's the next part? I forget. Um, serve. servant. Yeah. yeah, serve. And. I was th- I, and you got to look at your life. You can't think that that you have to do self assessment. Right. If you don't, can't nobody help you. Mm-mm. Really, that that's that's your relationship and the Lord. Nobody else's. And so I had to self assess. Okay, well, if I want to be chief, well, I need to serve. Mm-hmm. I was not serving, and that's also a base in yourself. Yeah, serving. Yeah, servants. You would say. If they're doing it right, doing it right, they're humble. When you have a good server, you go out to a restaurant, they do everything they you need them to do. Mm-hmm. They're very apologetic. It's apologetic if something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're serving you, making sure that you don't have anything wrong, everything's taken yeah. care of, not worrying about themselves because it ain't about themselves. Being a servant, that's hey, it's not. That's the way it is. Yeah. But in my mind, it's about me still. Yeah. And I was not serving. And, and I think, I think during those seasons, um, the Lord begins to deal with you. 
where you're at, what you're lacking in, um, who you are, those things. He has to purge you. He has to uh, get all that junk out of you. We have in our mindset, he gives us a promise and he, he promised us, you know, blessings and prosperity and and all these different things and it's his it's it's his goodwill to give us the kingdom but he also has to make sure that the motivations of our heart are correct too because a lot of times we have we have that in us we have that pride in us we have that um where we don't want to serve we just it's all about me instead of it being about you so when you're approaching this season in life whatever season you're in right now you may be single you may be newly married you may be um in school you may be waiting on the lord to to tell you what what you're going to do next find out why does he have you in this season get before the lord and ask him and be be open to him don't sit and i i think that was abram and i was, abram and i problem when when the lord called him home 7 years ago or so um we had a we had our own mindset of how everything was was supposed to go how much time it was supposed to take um when the Lord is going to bring us here, how he's going to bring us here. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be done this way. Throw all of that out. You don't, you can't figure out how the Lord is going to do whatever he's going to do. You just have to learn how to be content in wherever you are at. And when you get to that place of peace and you get to that place of contentment, then the Lord can really begin to, um, speak to you. I remember that I was one day, um, and we got many stories that we can share with, with you all about, about this very thing. Many, many stories. The round table. The round table, friend. Um, I remember there was a time I got some unsettling news about one of my family members and it really caused me to, um, I could have easily gotten anxious. It, it, I was, I was kind of like, Oh God, what, what is happening here? What is going on? And I remember clearly I was on the way to get my hair done and I had some music playing. I had forever Jones CD, their first CD playing. And there was a particular song that I wanted to listen to because my mind was, was a bit, um, frantic about the, this unsettling news that I had just gotten. And I was trying to go to this song. Um, I think, I, I think the song I was trying to go to was, uh, the Lord can do anything. But every time I, I hit that button to go to that song, it always reverted back to this, this song that was playing. And, and that song was, um, I would bless the Lord at all times. So when I would hit the up button, you know how you, you, you hit the button to, to go to that next song on the CD. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that. And every time I did that, it kept going back to this song. I would bless the Lord. I probably did it three, four, five times before I realized, okay, this has never happened before. Obviously, this is the this is the song that the Lord wanted me to sing. And the song talked about, I will bless the Lord in all times, um, through the good times, through the bad times. I will bless the Lord. And so as I began to sing that song, Took me a while to get there. But as I began to sing that song, such peace came. And then when that peace came, then the Lord was able to speak to me and give me instructions on how to handle that particular situation. And so that's what we're talking about when we're when we're talking about being content. You got to get to the place to where, like Abram said earlier, this there's a settle that you're settled. There's a peace there because in that time, then the Lord will begin to speak to you and tell you different things. And then you're walking with him and he's leading you and, and you're following. And then you're getting to that place, whatever he has promised you, you're going to get to that place, but you got to find that contentment first. Yeah. And we think that we're going to get there because 
just because the Lord said so. Right. No, you're not going to get there just because he said so. There's something that we have to do to get there. Yeah. You know, we everyone knows the story of the children of Israel, how they came out. And the Lord's supposed to deliver them to this promised land. And the first generation didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But the Lord said it, right? So they're going to get there. No, there are things that we have to do, things that they have to do. Yeah. That they had to do. And then the children were able to to go in and, you know, the story. And I was thinking when you were um, just speaking about praising the Lord at all times. Yeah. Thinking about Paul and Silas when they were in yeah. prison. They just got beat. Mm-hmm. And they praised the Lord. They did. How are you going to praise the Lord when your back, your flesh is open and you're probably up against it could be up against the wall or whatever. You got open wounds on your back. Ain't no time to praise God. There ain't no time to praise God. That's what we would say. Mm-hmm. But he praised them at all times. And Paul even talks about Second Corinthians 13? 11. 11? 11? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I know where you're going. Yep. Yeah. And he was saying, I've been through all these. Basically, I won't go through everything that Paul went through. But he was killed pretty much. Got it from dead, stoned. He's been through a lot, beaten 39 times, put in prison. It's just a, he's had a, a difficult road to give us the gospel of Christ. And he's saying that he abased himself right. in those times. How are you going to abase yourself when I, I just got stoned? <laughs> now, nah, you're going to want to get up. Okay, Lord got me up. So he obviously got me up so I can throw some stones at those people. Who, right. I'm going to hunt y'all down, every last one of y'all. That's what we're going to think. Yeah. But he said, I abased myself even in that. Yeah. And then he didn't even charge charge people that he was giving the gospel to. He could have been like, you should be giving it to me. Yeah. That's what we would say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he said, I abased myself and I didn't even charge you. Yeah. I didn't even charge you. I had other people to help me out during that time. Mm-hmm. We want to say, no, you're going to be giving, giving me this. And then you'll say, give unto me as. Um, Man, give it to you yeah. He, mm-hmm. We would say we would use that scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not what the Lord would have for you during that time. You have to abase. Yeah. And he was abased during those times when we would say, well, it's time for him to be exalted. I done went through all this stuff for you. Now you're going to give to me. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. not what the Lord would want. And, and you have to find out what the Lord has for you during that time. Yeah, and how exactly. do you do that? You got to spend time with the you Lord. Have to spend we time we may with say we're a Christian. Well, I go to church on Sunday, and then on Monday, I'm going to do whatever I want. You're going to forget. And I understand going to church on Sunday, then on come Monday and Tuesday, it can be difficult because we all got our own lives that we have to go through. But we still got to get into the Word. We still got to read and pray. And I'm even talking to myself. Yeah. We still got to do it. But that's what I like about that scripture. And when you read it in the Amplified, Paul says, I have learned the secret of facing life. And All how, of us. How, how do we learn? How do you learn the secret of facing life? How did it, Paul learn the secret of facing life? Yes. Paul did a lot of praying. Paul did a lot of praying. Paul did a lot of praying in the Holy Ghost. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, if you're saved, you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Because let me tell you. During this this past season that we we had just come out of, if I had not um, been filled with the Holy Ghost and and prayed, um, I know 
I know that we would not be where we are today. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in my walk where we are today. I know during that season we were talked about where Abram came home and, and, um, the first few, the first few years of it, it was diff- if it was difficult. Now the Lord paid our, but he made sure that we were taken care of. We never were late on one bill, even though we didn't have not, we didn't have any, um, we knew that my income was not going to be enough. He was faithful. He was faithful. He made all grace abound towards us. Um, and we never were late on any bill. We still paid our bills. Our credit was great. You know, um, we were being obedient to his will. We didn't know what all was going to transpire during this time, but we knew that we wanted to obey the Lord. And that was, that was important. But at a certain point, I think about three years in three or four years in, I started to feel a little stuck because <laughs> I'm like, okay, now, um, we don't have to go too f- much further into that story. Yeah. Yeah. I won't, I won't, I, won't. I promise I won't embarrass <laughs> you love. I promise that. No, but I did. I felt, I began to feel a little stuck and I'm like, okay, we weren't moving forward and we weren't moving back where we were just there. And you know, when you're just there and nothing is moving, you're just like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And so I, I started to get there, you know? And, um, I remember one day, and this is what we were discussing with, with my Leah, my Leah is part of the brides of Christ. Just a real quick shout out to the brides of Christ. Um, they have a ministry on YouTube, but we were talking to my Leah about this particular time. And I remember it was at a point in my life where I was just looking all around, looking at the, the state of my family, the state of my sisters, the state of everybody and, and just different others and in, in our family and looking at our life and how we were just stuck. My husband and I, we had two girls at this time and it didn't seem like we were moving forward in anything. I mean, it was just work was a lot was going on at work. It was just a part of, it was just like, Oh my gosh. And I remember coming home one day and, um, and and we're going to wrap this up, but I want to, I want to share this because we're talking about how do you find that secret in life in, in facing life? How do you find that contentment? So the Lord can, talk with you and speak with you and guide you to through whatever season that you're in. And I remember I came home that day and I barely even spoke to my husband and, and the girls. And I went upstairs into our, into our bedroom and I just laid flat on my face and I burst into tears. And I, and I said, Lord, if you don't do something, I cannot go on. And as I'm crying and just in tears, the Lord said to me, you have not been using the help that I have given you. And I knew, I knew he was talking about the Holy spirit because in John, it speaks about how the Holy spirit is our helper. And when you're filled with the Holy spirit, he helps you, he leads you and he guides you into all truth. And he said to me, you have not been using the help that I have given you. And he was right. I didn't pray. I didn't pray in the spirit as much as, uh, at that time. And then he said to me, can you not tarry with me one hour? And I knew at that point in time that he meant that he wanted me to pray in the spirit, to pray in tongues for one hour. And so I made up in my mind from that day forward that I would do just that. And let me tell you guys, things began to change, but it took me years to find that place, to find that secret in face in life. You know, things began to change. My husband, began to, he was always seeking the Lord, but I think he kind of just, he still had in his mind of how things were going to happen, you know, and I'm sure he can agree with that. 
And, um, but he began to, um, seek the Lord and see that, okay, things are not just going to happen. Things began to move in our life. And it wasn't until we found that, that contentment too, we found that, that peace, we found an answer, which is, which is always in Christ be, be, it wasn't until then, until the Lord began to move in our lives. And now we're at a different season in our life. And this season, uh, we're entering another season. And again, we have to find that place of contentment and that's what we're willing to do. Now we got some, we got some experience in this now. So. Yes. And one's a comment on you saying that you went to the Lord. You, you, you didn't even speak to us. You went upstairs, you bypassed us. And then you go to go to the Lord. Lord, I can't go on unless you do something. We want to always put it off on somebody else. You want to put it off on Lord. Lord, you do this. This, I can't do nothing more. I can't do it. It's too hard. I'm hurting. This is too too much for me to bear. And then the Lord already told you. He ain't put too much on you. He ain't put his, you know, the scripture. Mm -hmm. How's it go? Please help me because I want to say that part. He never will put more on you than what you can bear. Thank you. But we're going to say, Lord, I need your help. I need you to do something. He didn't do nothing. What he is, I'm, I'm sure he didn't do what you expect. He told you, you're not using what I already gave you. That's right. Went back on me. He turned it yeah. right back on me. And we want to put it off on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And we know in life, you can't be putting your responsibilities on nobody else. That is your burden to bear. That is your cross to bear. We can go preach on that later. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that was interesting to see that. We want to put it off on somebody else when the Lord already said, I didn't gave you what you need. Now you go ahead and do it. And you go ahead and do it. I want, Lord, I want to get out of this situation. Well, that's something that we have to do. I want to get out this staleness. This, you know, I don't like the way I feel inside. It's just, it's just make me feel some type of way. By the way, I can't stand that saying. Which way is that? However, <laughs> the Lord wants us to do something. And not us always putting it on someone else, you know, brother, mother, whoever may be. We have to bear our own burdens. We have to find out. And it's a cop out for us to want to put it on somebody else because we don't want to do what it takes to get out of our own situation. Mm -hmm. Just begin to consider some things. Look at our lives. Look at the way we live it and and wonder, why is my life like this? Mm -hmm. Because we made it like that. You needed to do something. Yeah. Whether it was the situation, whether it was me, the children, whatever it may be, there's still something that we can do. That's right. That we are lacking. Mm-hmm. We ain't sweated unto blood yet. Mm-hmm. And we not. So there's a scripture when you were speaking, I was thinking about, and I'll go ahead and end with this. It says, Psalm, is that Psalms, Psalm 1611. And this is something that we can all ask the Lord when we're trying to figure out what we're going to do in this situation or whatever situation that we may be in. And it says, thou will show me the Mm. path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy at thy right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. And when we ask the Lord this prayer or we pray this to the Lord, He's going to show us. He's going to show us the path of life. Mm -hmm. Path of life comes through Jesus Christ. And then when you get in his presence, I'm sure when you got in his presence, you began to speak in tongues and praise the Lord. 
there was a fullness of joy, I'm it sure. It was. I had the answer. See? And at thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. And once you get, it's basically saying once you get to the Lord, you get to know him, you, you, you spend time with him, there will be pleasures. What pleasures? Well, whatever you may need, whatever situation. Oh, I don't like the way this is going in my life or I need direction here. Those will be the pleasures that the Lord will give us. It's just that we just have to find the path of life through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. This is a topic that can be that can't be exhausted. So who knows if we'll next week come back to this or not, because there's much, much more. I know we can say on on finding that secret in life. And just like my husband said, that secret in life is Jesus. That secret in life is him. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't know who he is, let's just briefly tell you, he's the, he is the son of God. He is the one that came to the, to the earth to die for our sins. He took all of our sins upon him and he died and he rose again. If you don't know Jesus, if you want to reset in life, if you want to start over, if you tired of being in this, this, um, broken down season, the first secret to finding that contentment is getting to know Jesus and then all you have to do is call upon him and ask him to come into your life. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. And he's willing and waiting to come in when you ask. We love you all and hope to see you tuned in next week. Yeah, next week. This has been good. I did say we was going to have a good one, didn't I? We did. You did. Thank you, Lord. You, you heard us. That's how it happens. You ask the Lord and he'll give you what you ask for. 